You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. Welcome back to another fun-filled, exciting, badass, high-energy, super educational episode of Get Clitterate. Did you like that intro? I've been working on like varying my intros, and so I thought, I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about ovulation. If you have never thought about conceiving, if that's not on your priority list right now, you're probably like, why the fuck would I care about ovulation? Does it matter? If anything, I just want to not get pregnant. I want to avoid ovulation. No. Let me let me stop you to tracks right there, girlfriend. This is one of, if not the most important thing that happens during your cycle. This is the main event of your cycle, and you are going to want to know this information. If you are trying to conceive, this is just going to give you even more power and education about what's happening in your cycle so that you can become a baby-making machine. So let's dig into this. We're going to go into what ovulation is, why we need it, why it's important, all the details. But we're actually going to start before ovulation itself even occurs. So 100 days earlier to be exact. So we have these things called ovarian follicles on our ovaries, and each one is a sac that contains an egg. A woman is born with all of her eggs, and they're dormant, and so it takes 100 days for an egg to mature from its dormant state. Something that I find really impactful to know is that what you did 100 days ago impacts the period that you're having now. So if you're having a cycle now that's difficult, it can be in part due to something that happened to the egg in the maturation process over the past 100 days. So we should always be thinking about our actions in terms of how is this impacting my hormone health? While we can address things in the short term, for example, in period boot camp, most of the women see a major reduction in cramps within the first cycle. It can take a lot longer to heal the overall hormone balance because we're always sort of working towards that next 100 days. So after menstruation, the body moves into the follicular phase. It's called the follicular phase because during this time, typically around six to eight of your follicles are finishing up their development. So our pituitary hormone, FSH, which stands for follicle-stimulating hormone, helps encourage the eggs to mature, and it helps encourage healthy ovulation. And from that, our follicles begin to produce estradiol. Estradiol is one of our types of estrogen, and it is our best estrogen. It is a happy hormone, and it boosts our serotonin, which is one of our neurotransmitters that's responsible for our well-being and our happiness. Um, And it also produces dopamine, which is sort of our motivation and pleasure neurotransmitter. So it does a lot of really good things for our brain chemistry. Estradiol's benefits include other things like supporting our bone health, muscle health, brain health, sleep, metabolic function, and skin. It can help to prevent insulin resistance. So one of estradiol's main jobs, though, is to stimulate the uterine lining to thicken to prep for the implantation of a fertilized egg. So if we have too much estradiol as a result of a hormonal imbalance and possibly unhealthy ovulation, it can cause our uterine lining to become too thick and then result in a heavy period. Estradiol is also responsible for the production of cervical mucus, which I teach my clients to identify when they're learning how to practice the fertility awareness method. So cervical mucus is a tool that we can use on a daily basis to help you determine your fertility. The production of cervical mucus is stimulated by estrogen, which is why we typically experience the most at or around ovulation, because cervical mucus's job is to help sperm survive and get to the egg. Without cervical mucus, it could take hours for the sperm to make it to the egg, or it may never reach it at all. But with cervical mucus, it only takes a few minutes. Estrogen stimulates cervical mucus, meaning that at any time we're experiencing estrogen at a high, we may have cervical mucus. So we can't just rely on cervical mucus to determine fertility. 
When I work with clients, I teach them about how to practice fertility awareness method and why it's important to rely on both their basal body temperature and cervical mucus to determine ovulation, whether they're trying to conceive or they're trying to avoid. So there will definitely be a future episode about fertility awareness method, cervical mucus, BBT, all of that. So let's jump into the main event of your period. We've sort of set the scene. You know what happens first. Now we're going to jump into ovulation itself. You may have thought that your period was the main event of your cycle, but no way, sister. It is ovulation all the way. As the follicles race to ovulation, you'll typically only have one follicle, rarely two or more, that is the healthiest and or the most dominant that sort of wins this race. So now we've got LH, luteinizing hormone, which triggers the follicle to release the egg. So remember that it's a sac, right? You may notice a pain on one or both sides of your ovaries, but the sac itself swells and then ruptures to release the egg. So the important thing to note is that ovulation results in two options. You either get pregnant or you'll get your period no more than about 17 days later. There's literally no in-between. You can have a period that wasn't a result of ovulation, but if you ovulated, there's only those two options. So for my gals that are missing a period, it's actually that you're missing ovulation and the goal really is to get ovulation back, not your period. For my ladies who've experienced a late period, it isn't that your period's late, it's actually ovulation that was late. So it really is the main event of your cycle. It determines everything that happens in your cycle. Ovulation is this magical event that is so necessary to our health because it is the only way that we make progesterone. So remember that empty sack that just released your egg? Well, it is fucking amazing. And in less than a day, it turns itself into a progesterone secreting gland called the corpus luteum. And ta-da, we have reached the end of your follicles 100-day journey. The health of this vital gland is impacted by everything that occurred over the past 100 days. This follicle requires proper nutrition, low levels of inflammation, B vitamins, vitamin D, zinc, and so much more. You are essentially growing a little gland all the time, but the key is understanding why it is so important that this gland is happy and healthy, and that's because it produces progesterone. While one of progesterone's main jobs is to support a healthy pregnancy, it also does some other really crucial shit. For example, it counterbalances estrogen. While estrogen has a lot of good jobs, too much estrogen can be harmful to the body, possibly leading to heavy periods, hormone imbalance, breast cancer, PMS, and more. But progesterone, it counteracts that shit. It reduces inflammation, helps build muscle, protects our bones, promotes sleep, and calms the nervous system, which to me is number one priority because how I feel emotionally and physically impacts every aspect of my life. Progesterone converts to a neurosteroid called allopregnenolone, which calms the system Progesterone is essentially just this calming, mood-enhancing, fabulous little hormone that we absolutely need. When we're on hormonal birth control, except with the hormonal IUD, we aren't ovulating and we aren't getting progesterone. Progestin, the synthetic form of progesterone in HBC, acts nothing like our natural progesterone. So that's that on ovulation. If you are wanting to get more in touch with ovulation and your cycle, and if you want to know exactly what is going on, I recommend learning to practice FAM. So go ahead and pop over into the Get Clitter at Facebook community to ask your questions and continue the convo about ovulation. And I will catch you babes in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitter at Podcast. 
we release a new episode every single week. So go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, CallieShea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at Callie Shea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Podcast on Instagram.